Hey, yo, what up, what up, man? It's your boy DJ Pest, a.k.a. The Bad Guy. How y'all doing? This is Grind Culture. And I got my homegirl, my sister, somebody real close across from me. I got Just the Empress in the building. How you doing? I'm doing great. Like I've told everybody um, that's been on this show, this isn't really an interview. This is me giving you flowers. Um, I want to know where you came from, what got you into what you're doing right now. I want to know the start. The floor is yours. I just want you to explain how did you get your first taste of I want to be an artist? I would say the first taste of I want to be an artist was in Ohio. I was in college. 2013, I believe. And um, I was partnering with a couple of my friends. We had this little crew called Team Ratchet Productions. And we threw parties. That's what we did. We threw parties. And we'd get lit. Like, you know, I would always be hosting something. And, you know, one day we was just chilling. And I remember being hungover. And um, we uh, was just sitting there trying to recover. I couldn't find my keys. Like, it was just a mess. It was a mess of a day. Like, I was acting up. And, like, they was rapping to the old boy beat all day. And I'm just, like, hearing it. And they're like, you should write, too. And I'm like, all right. You know, I can't leave. No keys. So I start writing, too, or whatever. And then, like, they start spitting it. And then it kind of was just like, all right, I guess my turn coming up. And I'm sitting there, like, shaking in my boots at this point because I'm sitting here with some dudes, you know, my friends. But wait, you know? you've never rapped before? No, I never rapped okay. before. No, 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 no. I write I write stories and poems and stuff, but I never, like, rapped. I played the saxophone. So, like, using my voice in that type of way was different. So, yeah, they was like, yeah, your turn. I'm sitting there shaking. I'm like, I don't know how to rap. They're like, come on, just say what you got. So I'm reading off my phone. Probably the greatest rap I ever wrote, I feel like, you know, because, like, that's what really sparked something in me because it was just like, wow, like, I had a message. I was able to, you know, get it out there. I was able, you know, people was connected with it, and they would tell me to rap it, acapella with the beat whenever, you know. So it was really something that kind of, like, you know, made me feel good about, you know, using my voice and being more vocal, I would say, and um, kind of, like, help my confidence, I would say. So... 2013 in college, hungover, really was kind of like the little taste of it. And then my friends took me to the studio. I was like, you should go to the studio. We should record a song one day. Um, we recorded a song. And then um, everybody yeah, the, on campus wanted to learn the song. The song out. This, oh, my God. The song is like somewhere on one of my phones. But we recorded it. It's terrible production. Like, the siren in is way too loud. You can't barely hear anything. But, like, it was one of those verses everybody on campus wanted me to send them the words to. It was called Freak. So, so was it going around the campus and people was... So you had this on your phone. How often do you listen to it? It's on there. Sometimes I'll pull it up, like... But it's featuring some, like, people on there that's, like, big names. But, like, they do something totally different in life now. Like, mm -hmm. one is an Olympic track star. Mm -hmm. Another is a husband and a successful, you know, businessman. So it's just kind of funny, like, to hear the dynamic on the song, like, now from yeah. that many years ago. Do they tap in and they know who yeah, you Yeah, they know exactly who I am. They'll talk about it. If we talk about it, they'll rem reminisce. But, yes, it's one of those things, like, in the past, but it's definitely, like, so something that got that, us going. So before that moment, mm -hmm. did you want to be an artist? No, I play basketball. So how does that feel now? You know, not today, but at that time, you woke up the next day and now you have these aspirations to be an artist yeah so how does that feel it was different like like I said like a different type of attention like playing basketball is one thing and getting that type of recognition oh good job boom boom 
keep working hard, but like people like actually wanting to, you making more music or mm-hmm. you have a song, like where can I find you? Are you going to perform? And I'm just looking at them like, I don't even know what none, none of this means. You went to the studio? I kn- didn't know what any of that was. 2013, right? Mm-hmm. 2017 mm-hmm. is when I met you. Mm-hmm. What was going on between? No, you did you write anything in, in that in between time? And you just never recorded it. Lots of stuff. Yeah, I was writing lots of stuff. I was doing freestyles to like different raps, like uh, you and you know that song by uh, how does it go? You don't even know it. I did. Oh, yeah. A, yeah, I did a freestyle to that once. I did one to. Gucci Man water whipping. But just to just for you though. Just this for me. Wasn't... Yeah, just for me. So like... <laughs> what made the first song get recorded after that long break? I guess moving here. I graduated in 2014 from college. So I was like still writing, still rapping mm. with my friends. We were just having fun. I performed once in front of a lot of people, but I was really drunk. So I kind of, I barely count. remember it. Yeah, yeah. I don't count. Yeah, I barely remember, but it was in front of like six hundred people, mm-hmm. and like they was turned because it was that song that everybody knew. But like, that was another thing. Like just that moment too. Like just remember being on stage and like seeing how crowded it was and just like everybody turning up. I was just like, whoa. But that happened that one time, you know, mm-hmm. and I kind of blacked out. But I don't know. I moved here and I was away from everything. Like all my friends, they were still there in Ohio. So what was the first song that you recorded when you got here? The first song that 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 you got back that mm-hmm. you could play in your car radio. What was that first song? Mm, so on my phone, I found an app. You know, I decided mm-hmm. to, like, mess around on the app. And I found some beats online, buy a pack of beats, you know, that type of thing, lease them or whatever. And then I recorded on my phone. It's called I Survive. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just started, like, you know, sending it to my family and stuff I just let them hear because they liked the songs I was sending them back from Ohio years ago Yeah, and they would always listen to them now like like during that time they would all listen to them I'm like that's oh, you know y'all listen y'all like that song like and they just like yeah it's cool like it's cute like you having fun like it's just you it's like it's you on a on a song like you know mm-hmm. they were just shocked so like yeah I just started sending I Survive out to everybody and put it on SoundCloud learn how to like you know distribute it and people started like but getting, me about but getting your bag though Because mm-hmm. if I Survive was your first song mm-hmm. What were you going through Where you even wrote that song in the first one Ugh. A lot of stuff Like personally Just trying to like uh, Find myself identity yeah. wise um, Relationship wise Like probably one of the Lowest points in my life Like I just felt like I was being attacked all different ways By mm-hmm. different people And um I survived. I was like in my notes writing stuff that was like negative about myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, real negative shit. Because that's what I was being told like on a daily basis and stuff. So I'm like, okay. And then one day I just was like alone. Finally, I had like some alone time. I was able mm-hmm. to like work from home and stuff and have alone time. And I just started putting the music on loud and just like listening to those beats I bought and like putting those words to the beat mm-hmm. and just sitting there like, this will help me survive. I was like, okay, I'm letting this out. It felt good, you know? I was like, yeah. and then the title of the song, I Survive, you know, mm-hmm. just what I was saying. Like, I do what I want to do. Like, you know, that's how I get through whatever I'm getting through. So it just kind of, like, was something real, real. Like, just real as hell. Like, And it just became a song, like a little anthem. Everybody liked it. I'm just the rawest version of me. I'm smoking weed. <laughs> you know, I, I just did not did not care. 
I had a job in corporate America, and I'm sharing it with them in corporate America. Like, <laughs> as I'm smoking weed, yeah. they didn't care either. That's a good song. And I'm just like, that's how I feel. And they, you know, they would support it. So friends came out of town, and they was like, you going to perform that song or something? I'm like, I guess. Mm -hmm. Told me to look up, like, open mics and stuff. So I got on Google. Boom. Found some kind of pajama party with networking them. Mm -hmm. Then I found something in Mesa at the uh, Maya Bar and Grill. And then the third show I find was DJ Pet Show. And I'm like, this is nice. Like, I like this flyer. The other flyers wasn't. No. They was not hitting. Mm -hmm. So the flyer was really what got me. I was like, I like this flyer. Yeah, it was really like popping. I'm like, okay. So I hit him up and I was, he was like, you can get on with your artist name. I'm like, uh, just, you know, that's what. I'm, so it wasn't the Empress? No. You, if we I go gotta, back. I got to look. Yeah, I got to yeah, look. Yeah, I got that flyer. You go back and look on the flyer, I put just on there. Like, I was just like, just. Even though the Empress was like there. Yeah. But I just didn't feel comfortable being the Empress yet for some reason. Mm -hmm. I just wasn't. Like, I but was at that time, shocked. you had three songs recorded, right? Yeah, at that time, you had, yep. By so what I was the second one? I'm trying to I'm trying to get yep. I'm trying to get your emotions because if you made I survive first, then what mm -hmm. was second? The second one was called I Do It. Mm -hmm. And it was more like about a more happier song, but also it was just one of those just anthems like this is what I'm doing, this is how I'm doing it, get out of my way. <laughs> like mm -hmm. this is it. So I'm just still like, you know, just going through this phase or whatever, getting through these emotions. And the third song, <laughs> that's the one. It's called I Love Me Some Me. So like I told y'all, I was writing that negative shit in my phone. Like, yeah. you're not shit, whatever it was I was being told. And um, I just deleted that and put I love myself. Oh, word, yeah. word. Okay. I love me some me. I just started putting positive affirmations. And the reason why I started doing that is because at the time I was doing this these businesses on the side. And they was telling you to do personal development. And like you know, expand your mind and meditate. They were like teaching me different things to do to help me like just be more open minded to this business world too. Mm -hmm. You know, I was trying to make money on the side. So yeah, like changing the words from that to "I love me some me," "I love myself," and then I just started saying it like a mantra or a chant. I grew up as a kid like doing chants and stuff. Yeah. So like I started singing as a chant, <laughs> and it just turned into a song like. One of my favorite songs, everybody's favorite song, if I, you know, to tell the truth, like, that's how they know who I am. I let me some me. Just the Empress, I let me some me. So, I survive, I do it, I let me some me. That was like a three-pack. And uh, that's when Pest kind of, like, discovered who I was. He was like, do you have more music? I was like, no, just these three songs. He's like, well, you got to do something with this, you know? We got to make more music or something, have a party, like, yeah. you know, get you heard or something. Yeah. So, it kind of turned up. You can, like, kind of tell, like, what happened that day, uh, what, October 3rd. Yeah. 2017. Yeah. But you, but it's up to you to tell your your part of the story. I mean, because I know, I know what happened next, but mm -hmm. how, how was that for you? Like, what were you going through? Were you going through any pressure? Were you, were you worried about anything? Were you, so had, you were really confident. I had no idea what was going on I'm trying to tell you yeah. like you had me hosting a mixtape I still kept asking what does that mean yep I remember that <laughs> I was like what does that mean he's just like I'm gonna put your songs in between these other songs he just showed me everything I'm like okay it's nice I liked it I'm promoting it the flyer the presentation mm -hmm. you feel me I'm like this is the shit like 
don't nobody got this like that I knew of. Yeah. <laughs> so um but my family was there, my grandparents, my mom, my stepdad. They all came to the party. And I'm just walking around, talking to people, and then he on the mic talking. And he like, I don't to make an announcement. Like, you know, I'm really trying to like help this girl. I want to manage her, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what does that even mean? Mm -hmm. I was like, yay. Like, I'm jumping around like everybody else. Everybody's clapping. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what is y'all clapping for? They're like, you didn't hear what he said? I'm like, what? They was like, he wants to manage us. I heard that, but like, what does that mean? Yeah. You know, I didn't know what that meant. And he was like, are you like serious about this? Like, is this something you want to do? And I'm like, I think so, you know. I was like, it feels good, but I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, I remember when I when I met you that night. I mm -hmm. remember the night I met you. We was at Wild Willie's, and you, the the picture. I remember the picture for your fire was a lot different from the person that I saw. So I didn't know who you were. Correct. Um, and I don't think I. I there's no way I don't. I didn't hear music. I just put you on the flyer because, mm -hmm. you know, I wanted you to, everybody to come turn up. Mm -hmm. And I just remember you doing those three songs. And I remember every one of those songs that you did sounded like something that I can play. Mm -hmm. I didn't know who produced them. I don't know. I, I don't know nothing. And I just remember how good you felt and looked after you did them. It seemed like it was a release for you. Mm -hmm. And to have that be something that you're actually you're passionate about. And I felt like somebody got to teach you to write something mm -hmm. or else this doesn't go really bad. Mm -hmm. So I remember stepping in because I wanted you to be taken care of. Yeah. I didn't want nobody to mishandle you. Um, and I and I remember after that we were talking like, well, you you know, you got to have a project. Mm -hmm. Like it can't just be these three songs. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I don't know if that was maybe a good thing or a bad thing looking back at it because at this point that was four years ago. Um, but I remember even the... Um, what was the Unana? I remember I heard the Unana beat. Yeah, I had you in the car. We were doing something, and I yeah. put you in the car. I think we were filming the I Survive video. Yeah, and I was just like yeah. letting you hear beats, and you was just like, "That sounds cool." And I was like, "I'm a, I was like, this is what I wanted to sound like." Cause he's one of those people that don't like to hear unfinished shit. He want to hear the finished product, mm -hmm. <laughs> like all the way done. Send it to him when it's ready. Like, yeah. cool, you got the concept, great. Do I need to make you cover art for it? Send me when it's ready. So mm -hmm. like. I would just let him hear, and I was like, okay. And then I let him hear the song when it was done. Loved it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember that whole project. I remember listening because it was short. I think it was only seven mm -hmm. songs. I mean, I, you can listen to that whole project probably about 28 minutes. 23 minutes, minutes. yep. 23 minutes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, even even less. I remember one time I listened to it, like one day, just probably over it. Like, I went to go pick up my kids. It was playing. By the time I got home from picking up my kids, it was over. So I was doing that, like, every day. Mm-hmm. And I really remember, like, everybody got to hear this shit. This shit is hard. Like, are you mm -hmm. tripping? But you were good. I, I got a video on my phone where now we're promoting the project. Mm -hmm. And I remember being so proud of you because I was like, you have everything. There's nothing lacking from you as an artist. Mm -hmm. You would get done performing. You still do this to this day, and I'm proud of that, too. But you would get done performing, and you would interact with every single person that watched you perform. Mm -hmm. And I have you. I had Snapchat at the time. And I remember the caption being, this is how you're supposed to do this. Mm -hmm. She going to blow. So I'm I'm just looking. All your videos is doing good. Numbers doing good. You got high anticipation. You mm -hmm. know how to interact with people. Mm -hmm. And then you wanted to work on your second project. Mm -hmm. So when you wanted to work on your second project, what, what got you to that? Like what what got you to saying Empress Behavior is 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 it's in the shelf. Now I want to work on natural and, and get that out. You. It was me. <laughs> You know he's saying? like, so you want to make something else? Like, you know, you got another song? Like, he's like, 
you know, everybody knows I love me some me. And I was like, you're right. And I was like, I do have some beats people have sent yeah, me. I was yeah, like, I do. Yeah. I was like, I'm feeling like I can do it, you know. Yeah. And he was like, good. He's like, so I told him, I'm like, this is what I wanted to look like. Like, we had the whole little thing going. I spent like, I had to like, ugh, it was a lot. I had to move out. I was like staying with some people randomly, like, when I worked on that project. Because I don't think I would have been I able know to. That? I don't know. I wouldn't no, have been able to afford the project if I would have been living where I was before. And I wouldn't have probably had it because yeah. it was a toxic situation. <laughs> so, like, I, like, start staying with some random girls that I met. Mm-hmm. I don't, then, think I, I, I yeah, don't think I knew that. random girls. Because there's, there's, there's things... I'm, we're saying this on camera now. <laughs> we're so far away from it that it, mm-hmm. it's okay to yeah, talk about. But there were some things about just where it literally became a brother sister mm-hmm. relationship. And I think you didn't tell me things because you knew I would kind of like give you that brother yeah. talk. So I didn't. I had no clue. I had no idea that that was going on. But I just know that the the first song was go. Yeah. And now that you're telling me what you're telling me, I understand why the first song was go. Because I had to go. Yeah, <laughs> like I had to on go. My, on everything I love, like that song was inspired by the girl I ended up staying with, the girl that was at the job I was training. She was just like full of energy. Mm-hmm. She was like the smartest one in the class. I was a trainer, so she was the smartest one in the class. Like, I got to go. Like, every time I tell her something, she was saying that. And I'm like, it ain't time to go yet, you know, but I get where she was coming from. And she felt my energy that day when I was like upset. I don't usually go to work like, like that, because people know. I walk around, everybody knows that I'm not in a good mood. Yeah. She's like, prying, and kept asking, what's wrong? I'm like, I just let it out. I don't normally tell people my business like that, so I just let it out. And she's like, uh-uh, bitch. You can come stay with us. Like, come get your stuff, we'll come help you. Like, you don't have to do this. Like, don't worry about that. Like, you don't deserve that. I'm like, oh. I needed to go. Like, mm-hmm. so that song came, I, I literally was at my grandma's house. <laughs> We listen to the beat over and over. She keep playing it. She's like, I really like this beat, teen teen. She keep playing it. I'm, I'm like watching her. I'm happy like she like it. But I got to go to the studio now. So now I'm like, shoot, I got to go, grandma. So everything is just like, I got to go. Yeah. I'm literally writing it in the car because mm. I don't like to go to Bleed Studio or any studio without having something. I'm writing it in the car. I have a voice memo. <laughs> it sounds so crazy, like how I started it. And then it's like. No foo shit. Don't come in with no foo shit. That's the mood. That was the vibe for everything. Yeah. yeah. And I just, I had to go. <laughs> we know that you write around what's going on. So with that being said, are there a lot of songs that's in that phone that just haven't come out yet? Oh. And why is that? Like, why haven't you been able to get those tracks done? Um, I'm just, I'm really a surface type of person. I, I don't even know how else to put it. I'm surface. I don't like people in my business. Like, I'll share certain things that I want to share. And people just won't know things. Like, like you said, you you know me for years. And there's certain things you just don't know. Mm-hmm. And I'm just not one to explain it or tell everything. So, like, when it comes to music, I try to be, I try to get a little deep. Because I want people to wonder still. But I also not try to give way too much. Like, I listen to artists sometimes. And they tell everything. And I just like, damn. You know, I don't think but, I but have the that... guts to do it yet. Maybe, oh, okay. yeah, maybe, yeah. That you appreciate. yeah, yeah. I appreciate it. I don't think I have the guts to do it yet, or know how to like put it in, you know, the right words. Mm-hmm. So I just write a lot and I practice. I, you know, but it's definitely some music now that I have that are that I'm gonna release, you know, exclusively, you know, to people that I know that you know they're gonna purchase and buy it. I'm gonna release that type of stuff because that's the vibe. Like I don't want to just give it to everybody. I want people to like want it because it's like gonna be 
sensitive. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. closer to me than, you know, the other music. So, I get what you're saying because a lot of people be asking me that. Like, well, yeah, tell me more I about mean, your life. Like, it's in there. Because I, I, I know it's an outlet for you. Yeah. To, to know you personally, I know that making music is an outlet. Yeah. Um, but what I want to ask is so many years removed from the first project and mm-hmm. even the second project. Mm-hmm. What, knowing what you know now, what would you have done different? Nothing. And why is that? I don't, I, I appreciate like every moment that I had, like building that project, building just the Empress. Like it literally was like, just, I'm one of those people that like to see stuff start from nothing and mm-hmm. go to something like, and that's really what it was. I didn't have nothing going. I was making my own flyers, my own cover art, yeah. looking crazy, you know. I it's just I don't feel like I should have done anything differently. I felt like it was all aligned how it was supposed to align. Like I'm just doing, you know, I'm following my purpose. Really, I am. That's yeah. that's how I feel. Cause if I wasn't, I feel like it would just be like. It would be way more forced, and it's not anymore. Like, I thought in the beginning I was forcing it, but it was just like, no, it's just like that you had to break through. Mm-hmm. And, like, now I feel like I've broken through that, you know, that whatever it is, I broke through it. But what – is there a moment you – is it an instant moment you felt that, or it's just kind of like so much time has passed that you just know you got it? Like, did something happen to make you feel this way, or mm. time did it? I think time, because it's like a lot of people had already told me that, but like me personally, I didn't feel ready to be like, yeah, I do. Because I, like, I'm just one of those people that's realistic about everything. Like, not about to blow up right now. Like, you know, it was just that was that time. And I don't know, I just wanted to go through the process and go through everything and learn and really build. Yeah. And have stuff to see. Like, now I go back and just, I'm so happy because I have memories. I have shit I can go back and look at. Like, dang, you was doing this. And like, now, listen to you now. Like, I love to see that, and it's just like people tell me that all the time. Like, you know, when I say, "Oh my," I was like, "This is an old video," and they're like, "Well, I never seen." It. I'm like, "Right," and I'm like, "But they're like, look how this one looks now compared to this one, and this one is good." And you know, they like the first one I ever made. Now this one's good. And I look at this, so it's just like, just to see myself just to evolve too. It's just like I, I really don't regret anything. I don't feel like I should have done anything different. <laughs> I just look towards the future for real and just keep building this shit because it's like that's good to feel like that yeah like and that, you're lucky you know what I'm saying because a lot of people if I would have asked that question to some other people they would have been like well shit I would have changed this I would have definitely not did that I would have you know so you know for you to you know say that's your answer I can respect that when did you feel because you you're from Ohio I Canton, to, Ohio. I want you to say that. I want yeah, you to Canton, Ohio. 330, yeah, Football yeah. Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. All Talk that. your shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you came to Phoenix. And you came to Phoenix. You started doing music. You did music for probably about two years. Right? Am I right? Two years or three? When? And how long were you doing music in Phoenix, Arizona? Oh, 2017 is like when I first started. So June 2017, yep. When did you realize that you are hitting the ceiling and it's time to go? October 2019, when I quit my job. October 25th, 2019. That's what did it? Yeah, because the job was great, and I felt like if that was something I could quit and leave behind like that, like... Well, I remember you being... that Me telling you to quit your job. You used to, I used to fight myself all the time. Yeah. 
every day you saw the battle. Every day I would come but to you, you like, I want to quit, I want to quit. You didn't quit your job because of me, did you? Mm-mm. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. It was time. Oh, there was a lot going on with the job, too. Yeah. Like, they were just picky and nitpicking, and they were stressing me out. Like, mm-hmm. I was just like, the job's already stressful alone. They were just doing too much, too. I go from being a five out of five employee to them trying to put me on caps and stuff and yeah. HR and stuff. You know, I was just like, I don't know. I helped build the whole shit. Y'all not about to play me. Like, I literally couldn't take it anymore. And I was in Atlanta because I wanted to move there. My goal was to move there a long time ago, 2016, before I even did music. Oh, word. That, see, I didn't learn Period, yeah. I didn't know that. Before I even did music, I wanted to be in Atlanta because the job had me there. Mm-hmm. In 2016, I was there, staying there, working. So that was my goal, was to move there, get a work-from-home job so I could move there. Mm-hmm. 2019 came around, three. I'm still working that job, working hard. I get to Atlanta, I'm there, and now I'm actually doing the music, so now I'm, like, doing both. I'm able to do the shows, I'm out there, like, they was giving me gripe about it, like, oh, you're in Atlanta, like, yeah, I'm there now. Nothing has affected my, my work. production, yeah. yeah. And they were like, well, you would need to work out of the office. I'm like, we do a development goal and plan for a reason, right? I'm like, that's not what I wanted. I said, we were going to, you know, work the work from home job, and I was going to do that there. Getting a job into the building where there's no one there for me to answer to, it just didn't seem feasible. And that was the last straw. I flew back the next day, and I quit on that Monday. I couldn't do it. I <laughs> Man, I was terrified when you, when you told me you quit. I'm you not going to lie. Because I just know when I quit, it took so much talking in. It took so much talking into. You know, because I got, I got two kids at this point. I'm the provider, and I did it. And I did it. Shit, I was struggling. You know what I'm saying? And I just remember, like, you telling me you quit. I'm like, I don't know if this shit going to line up the way, you know, like it was supposed to. Because I, I agreed to be a manager, but... Every even with me managing who I manage now and who I've been managed has always been just to make sure you're okay. Mm-hmm. Like I want to manage your your psychology. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I just want to make sure you're not getting fucked up. Mm-hmm. You know, because I know this shit can this shit can end lives. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you got to a point where I ain't know like shit. I don't know what what's next because we all have our dreams. Mm-hmm. We're all like, well, I want to be. Super Bowl. I want to be on MTV. Mm-hmm. We all had different goals, but it's like what if 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 I could have done that for myself, I don't even think me and you would know each other. Mm-hmm. So when you hit a point, when you hit a point, what do you? What's next? And I just remember you saying you just wanted to perform and you just wanted to get on. I remember you saying that. I'm just like, well, <laughs> shit, that's broad. You know what I'm saying? You'll find it your way. But I think a lot of people got in the way of what I was trying to do with you. Mm-hmm. Got a lot of people. Because we started seeing, we started seeing your success. Mm-hmm. You won the award. A lot of Four, years in the row. Right, right. Yeah, I'm about to say you won the award. <laughs> Two years in a row, yeah. Now you just have a whole bunch of people reaching out to me. Like, can you do what Just did without saying that? Yeah, no, can literally. you do for me what Just is doing? Or they would ask me, and I would just be like, and me, you know, I'm coming to you. I'm trying to help. Me and you are just, our hearts are like the same. Like, we want to help. And I knew I could help, and mm-hmm. he knew he could help, but it was just like a lot of people just forcing themselves into the situation, yeah, and it was yeah. just like they did not care about my success. They really didn't. Nah, and, and that's the one thing I wish I can. That's the one thing I wish I can change. Because mm-hmm. what what happened was when I moved out here, I was already managing a fleet of people mm-hmm. back in Michigan, but when I moved, I kind of was like, I don't think it's good for me to manage you with such a 
distance. Mm-hmm. There's nothing mm-hmm. I can do for you. I can just tell you yes or no. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just remember when it became me managing all these people that just wanted to help, it took my focus off. You can't give everything 100%. Mm-hmm. So it took my focus off of you and probably put it at 40% because I had to divide that with the other people. Mm-hmm. And that's the one thing I wish I just didn't do because when I became your manager, in my mind, it was just you. Mm-hmm. I never was like going. I, I didn't want to start the same thing mm-hmm. I started back home. I mm-hmm. just wanted to be you because I saw you and I really liked what you was doing. Yeah, and we talked about that for sure. Yeah, yeah we, we talked, talked about it. About and that. then when you said you was moving to Atlanta, I'm like, shit. Okay. I had put that in your ear, and that's what I, I put it in his ear too soon, I feel like, before I actually left. That's what it was. I, and we had that party, and I left. Remember? Then yeah, I, But left. I came back. Yeah. And I only had came back because I just, I personally didn't feel like I was ready down there. I wasn't ready yet. Oh, that's why you came yeah, back? Yeah, I, t- I kept telling y'all, I just, I just wasn't ready yet. I still yeah. was getting comfortable. I still was learning to perform. I still was, like, trying to, it was just a lot. I just wasn't 100% comfortable with yet. So I came back, right, you know? But then the, the dynamic changed. It did because a lot of artists was like, woo, 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 she's leaving now, you know? Pess, how can you help me? How can you help me? <laughs> Do you see that? I, I'm mm-hmm. blindfolded. I don't mm-hmm. really see that. Okay. Yep. I didn't know that. It's, it's that that's one of those things where I was just so in the moment of what's going on mm-hmm. that I could never, I would have never been able to tell that. And I remember you, you warming like every time, like every time you're like, "Well, this person hollered at me. It's not, it's not really what you think." I'm like, "No, it's all love." You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck you mean? This shit is lit. And it's just like, damn, these motherfuckers really did try to finesse my ass. Mm-hmm. Now that I, I look back at it, um, so when you announced that you was going to Atlanta wasn't mad but i was salty like fuck you know what i'm saying because now what we what we said we were going to do it's there's no way it can happen now mm-hmm. I, i've never even been to atlanta you know what i'm saying so what you gonna do when you get to atlanta you know how it's gonna mm-hmm. how's it gonna work so i remember trying to keep the best attachment i could but i just couldn't i was just so in my chest about like how things was mm-hmm. rolling out I, I didn't know how to handle that shit that shit never happened to me before i never had somebody that i really 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 thought was gonna be the next big thing, change the plan mm-hmm. like that. I was, mm-hmm. I usually, I'm a control freak. Mm-hmm. Not to say I was controlling you, but I was in control of the situation mm-hmm. and I lost control. Shit, fuck with me. That shit fucked me for like some months. I, I felt that energy, but I, like I said, like you said, I just felt like it was too many people involved. I just, mm-hmm. was, I couldn't handle it. I, mm-hmm. I don't like, like competing with other people when I know that. You know, I was one to help build the sauce up. Yeah. That's really what it yeah. was. And I was just like, dang, like, I got to do something different. And then when my granddad passed away, yeah, and I, and it changed when, when your, everything. Yeah, when yeah. your grandfather passed away, I was like, yes, whatever she decides she wants to do, I she to has go. to do it because mm-hmm. it's for her sanity. Because mm-hmm. um, I remember you wasn't even in the place no more. Like, you no, moved yeah. out. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, she just got to go. Yeah, this was, it would be a literally a year, September fifth whatever we moved out october like october has been a big month of change since 2019 since 2017 yeah october is like a month for, for major change and there's something going on in october this year i just know it's about to like literally change everything yeah. i don't even know how to speak on it but it's just that's the month for me like that's yeah. my like glow up month every year yeah. something major for me happens and i just was like that's why i had to move i had to realize i had to move like granddad was like you need to go to atlanta regardless like he he couldn't take me when he wanted to take me back in August. Like remember all the delays. Mm-hmm. It was just so many delays. I'm like, what is going on? Am I supposed to be there or not? Yeah. So it was just like after he left, it was just like, 
like now you got that's why you were attached you're mm-hmm. attached to this right here you need to go do something else like mm-hmm. my grandparents was my everything they're my everything so it was like I had to really like just take a step back and was like okay if I really want to follow my dreams I have to do something I'm scared to do and that's yeah. what I've been scared to do for the past since I think 2019 or so mm-hmm. and <laughs> the other side what they say was you don't know what's on the other side of fear until you go face it mm-hmm. and I just like it felt like everything just got open for me. Everything started making more sense for me. Quitting my job wasn't the, like, you know, wasn't like, damn, why did I quit anymore? Like, cause I did end up trying to get another job. I did like try all that shit, but it was just making me sick, uncomfortable. Like I just wasn't on it. I'm like, nope, this is not what I said I was going to yeah. do. I had a goal. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, you touch. I mean, I saw you touch down. Mm-hmm. And at that point, let's, let's keep it. We got to say COVID is happening too. You know what I'm saying? So I'm at the point right now, my wife is pregnant. I have to stay. I'm thinking in my mind, I have to stay home. So there's nothing I can do even if I wanted it, you know? So I was like, yeah, we was messing go. around with that COVID. Like, yeah. remember right before I left, we had the uh, show at the comedy, the comedy show. Yeah, we had the comedy, and I made a joke about it. I feel and terrible I had about. the COVID yeah. afterwards. Yeah. Literally. I, I we're on stage thanking everybody for coming out yep. and I make a joke about COVID. I had no idea that that was the last. That's when I, I think got that it. was March 13th. Oh no. Oh, I'm I'm thinking you talking about when I got the COVID back in November. Now in November. Yeah, I'm talking about So the, March yeah, March 13th. That was it. We literally made a joke like, "Oh, this is about to be shut down." We was Yeah, shut, I had no idea. Yeah. Like y'all was dead ass about to shut the and whole shut the world down. down. Like literally. Yep. So you I think shit, we just didn't stop going. So all communication just stops. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's no there's no going outside. There's no nothing. Do you you're fighting your battles like I gotta go, I gotta yeah. go. I'm like, well shit, I gotta stay home, I gotta stay home. Mm-hmm. So I just had to let whatever happened happen. Mm-hmm. Um and I think maybe maybe COVID was put here for that. A lot of a lot of this big decisions happened. Yeah, lots COVID. of big decisions. A lot yeah. of big decisions, a lot of what ifs and stuff were fulfilled. Mm-hmm. So you move to Atlanta, you get to Atlanta, and I'm just looking. I'm proud of you, but it's like I just felt is I'm helpless. There's nothing mm-hmm. I can do. I can just watch. Mm-hmm. That shit was eating me alive. Like I'm not even going. And I wasn't like asking you for nothing really either, was I? No, you wasn't asking for nothing. You had your you you. One thing about you is <laughs> you are you are an explorer. Mm-hmm. I feel like before this all said and done, yeah. you, you're gonna touch a lot of places on this planet because yeah. you just like to explore. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, like, it just was weird. Like, damn, like, I told this woman how to do this and how to do that. And it's like, damn, she doing this shit. And it's like, I have nothing to do with it. Like, you I'm, literally. I'm out, the, I'm out of it. Be the now. blueprint. Yeah, so it's just like, yay, hell yeah, keep doing that shit. And it's like, ever since you've been there, mm-hmm. I, like, I said it at the show. Well, no, I said it when we was on the phone. I think I was like, every time I see you, oh, the interview. Mm-hmm. I was like, every time I see you on Instagram, it's another party. I just saw one a day, like you doing something in Tallahassee. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I, I, I didn't say nothing. Too, yeah, like... I didn't say nothing. I look at the flyer <laughs> details. I'm like, how is this shit? This girl going all over the motherfucking minutes. place. I read it. They're like 30 minute mm-hmm. sets. <laughs> I'm like, girl, what you going to do with 30 minutes? I know you going to, I mean, crazy. I know you're going to eat it, mm-hmm. but it's just like, damn, you really putting yourself in position to really get a lot of shit going on. At this point, it's like I gotta be a fan or I gotta be a brother. I don't know what the fuck, you know. I we you always involve every like I said, everybody asks me about you. They're like best with you in Atlanta, like all the time. Yeah. Even I'm like, 
they don't, even if they don't see him there, they still ask. And grandma asks all the time. You know, my grandma's, know grandma grandma's like biggest fan of pets. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So yeah. she be like, when is he coming to Atlanta? She'll say it. Yeah. So she's manifesting it. Meanwhile, I am too, because I'm like, let me get this work. I'm telling everybody, follow him. I know you got some new followers today. Mm -hmm. I'm sending, you know, music over, you know, from the artists that, you know, like me and rock with me so they can kind of get more connected because they keep asking, how mm -hmm. did I even get this far? Who was mm -hmm. that on that bankroll track? What is that? Like, they literally are asking about him, yeah. and he's not even in the picture. They see my videos. They see, boom, boom, boom. They see us all the time because they digging, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's just like. You still there. Like, it ain't, it's not going nowhere. And I always tell him, I used to tell him drunk as hell, like, I'm going to get rich. We're going to do this. Yeah. I got you. It's nothing. Don't worry about it. Like, it's going to yeah. happen. So yeah. it's just like, that's really, that's my goal. And he said his goal for me was to help build me up, to get to, you know, someone else that can help me, you know, more. That's what you say. Mm -hmm. You're like, I'm trying to build you up to get to this point where I can't do anymore. Yeah. And then I was like, bam, all right, cool. And I felt like that's what you did. You mm -hmm. showed me everything I need to do. You helped me. I learned how to curate events, host events, mm -hmm. promote events. I can literally run my own event and not worry, not have any issues, not worry about it because I learned from him. Mm -hmm. We did it so consistently, like the consistency, and just that's what I always wanted to, in my life. I love consistency. That's why I play basketball because you have practice every day. You have this every. It's all like it's consistent, and that's what I enjoy. Like that's yeah. how I thrive, mm -hmm. and being with somebody like that that actually hustles works hard and when i'm seeing other people that's on the team they, they ain't working as hard as me i'm gonna talk that shit y'all ain't working as hard as me nobody's working as hard as me i've been saying it yeah. i cannot i can't say it enough i i if i i will outwork anyway the, the guys too they'll tell me like you've inspired me to work harder thank you i appreciate that i'm glad mm -hmm. that you can tell me that you know because i ain't stopping yeah yeah Not. i saw i saw a lot of that there was there was it was it was it was put on a plate where people can match you it wasn't nobody matching it was just like help me just help me be just without saying help me be just if you hear people on my phone conversations yeah yeah <laughs> so i mean it's it's, it's all good now and listen i love everybody you already know you already know where that, that's where we was gonna go with this conversation <laughs> that we was having but that's that's what i want to do is i want to bring out the real Conversations. I don't want to be in here just talking about some, mm -hmm. some some generic ass shit. She gonna pop her shit. If you follow her on Instagram, you know like what she got coming out. But I think I wanted to use the day, this platform, this to talk about our story. Yeah, because sure. it's really a story that a lot of people just don't know because it was between me and you. Mm -hmm. Um, so very 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 happy at, at how things turned out. I was watching the All Shine joint. I'm like, yeah, she. I, even how you was looking in the camera when you was sitting at the table, mm -hmm. looking to your left. I'm like, yeah, she in her bag. She knows mm -hmm. she comfortable as shit right now. And just hearing how you talk about like the play, because I think, I think the last song, like the last thing I was a part of where it was like joint, was I think you were moving and play with me was like, just getting finished. Yeah, or just, I just the was rollout was just yeah. happening. I moved and it got released on Christmas. Yeah. So and how like, you yeah. talking shit? Like how you talking your shit on that? I'm like, yeah, she she this is I shit, she good. You know what I'm saying? Like she got everything she needs. She got all the shit. She can lead a nest. Um so now I just be wanting you to stay away from this motherfucker. You know, like I, I I'm not saying like it's toxic here mm -hmm. or something like I, that, but it's like I just You want right you to, though. You yeah, right like, though, cause when I come back it's like it's different and I'll be like 
Yeah. I be having to do that. I be ready to go back. Yeah. Like fast. But I've had opportunities here and it's just funny. Like I've been here all these years doing all this. Now I get the opportunities. Now they I'm being seen. Now people talking, talking for real, inboxing. Mm-hmm. Like the last few times I've been here, I've been flown out here. And I've literally worked every day this week in the studio. Mm-hmm. I paid for it. So mm-hmm. it's just like, you know, I'm making the right moves. But yeah, I get what you're saying. I'm like, stop bringing me back. But yeah. at the same time, yeah. like, if it's, it's, if it's home. If it's money, it's home yeah, if it's too. money on the floor, it's, it's money on the floor come. every time I came. But I just, you know, mm-hmm. I just know how that feel. Like, just don't don't get tied up in the. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things like, damn, I wish you didn't come back. Or damn, I wish that person didn't come back because something stupid happened. Yeah. I just don't want you to be at the right place at the wrong time, mm-hmm. but basically at the wrong place at the right time, you mm-hmm. know? So it's it's just, I'm just trying to make sure, I, I'm just still trying my hardest to just let you be you and not be your big brother. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> with that being said, like I told you, this shit is wild, right? You had no idea. Um, but with that being said, that's, that's your career. Yeah. Yeah, your career started in 2017. You're here in 2021 making the moves you're making. Um, has, the, has the goals changed? No. So what's the let 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 them know like yeah. what's me? The goal has always been you know to spread love, positivity. Like that's the message. Whatever I'm doing, if I'm not giving off that energy, I shouldn't be doing it. On top of that, when whatever comes with it, the gift, the money, all that. Now you know that, that's for my family. <laughs> like yeah. my why is my family. Like I can't. I think about them every day. That's. One thing that separates me from a lot of artists, my support system, like, at home, I like, a lot of people, like, I don't have family support. And I'm just like, damn, I don't know how to relate to that because I've always had my family. I've always had my mom. I've always had my grandma. I've always had my aunt. Always, like, so, like, for me, quitting my job wasn't, I didn't think twice. I knew my back. I was going to have my back. Somebody's going to have my back no matter what. I was never going to be without, for real, like, in moderation, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, like just the name of the game, I guess. Like, yeah, man. <laughs> you feel me? It's the it's super lit. Is it? I'm I'm about to sign out. I think I gave. I think we gave. We gave a much. lot. Yeah. We yeah. Gave a lot. So, is there anything that you want to say? No, my, like I said, just ride with me on this journey. Like, it's really, it's really genuine. Mm-hmm. You know, everything I offer, the vibe is genuine. So, I just want people to understand that. And I wanted to spread that to everybody. I spread the good shit, right? So. If I can do that, you know, one person, hopefully they do it to the next person, I can fucking change the world. So that's really what the goal is, changing the world. All right. So for the people that just became fans just because of how we chopped it up, where can they find you at? They can find me everywhere, just underscore the Empress on Instagram, just the Empress. Google me I'm on YouTube, Facebook. Just dropped a new music video. I'm dropping more videos. I got my little vlog series coming out. So, yeah, lots of content. All right, man. This is Grind Culture. Just the Empress. I'm DJ Pess. I ain't got nothing else to say, man. I'll see y'all on the next video. Peace.